O Vaishnava Assembly, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here at the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're here, Gorhari and I, trying to keep the atmosphere uh, pure by hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord as constantly as we can. Uh, Srila Sanatana Goswami, in his Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram, glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam and explains uh, what it is we're doing, why we're reading this Bhagavatam so much. It goes like this Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Ditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madekabando Matsangin Madguro Manmahadana Manistadaka Madbhagya Madanandanamostute My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my saviour, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin atini chuchatakada hanamun chagadachin mam premna ritkanta yokspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reach the first chapter of the fifth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, the activities of Maharaj Priyavrata, and he has been convinced by four Mahajans that he should uh, take up the rulership of the universe, and now we're going to find out what happened. Beginning with text 27. 
thus situated in the renounced order from the beginning of their lives, all three of them, now this all three of them are the sons of Priyavrata. There were ten sons, and now it's talking about three of those sons. Thus situated in the renounced order from the beginning of their lives, all three of them completely controlled the activities of their senses and thus became great saints. They concentrated their minds always upon the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the resting place of the totality of living entities and who is therefore celebrated as Vasudeva. Lord Vasudeva is the only shelter of those who are actually afraid of material existence. By constantly thinking of his lotus feet, these three sons of Maharaj Priyavata, Priyavrata became advanced in pure devotional service. By the prowess of their devotional service, they could directly perceive the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is situated in everyone's heart as the Supersoul and realize that there was qualitatively no difference between themselves and Him. Purport. The Paramahamsa stage is the topmost position in renounced life. In sannyas, the renounced order, there are four stages, Kutichak, Bahudak, Paribrajakacharya, and Paramahamsa. According to the Vedic system, when one accepts the renounced order, he stays outside his village in a cottage, and his necessities, especially his food, are supplied from home. This is called the Kutichak stage. When a sannyasi advances further, he no longer accepts anything from home. Instead, he collects his necessities, especially his food, from many places. This system is called Madhukari, which literally means the profession of the bumblebees. As bumblebees collect honey from many flowers, a little from each, so a sannyasi should beg from door to door, but not accept very much food from any particular house. He should collect a little bit from every house. This is called the Bahudak stage. When a sannyasi is still more experienced, he travels all over the world to preach the glories of Lord Vasudeva. He is then known as Paribrajakacharya. The sannyasi reaches the Paramahamsa stage when he finishes his preaching work and sits down in one place strictly for the sake of advancing in spiritual life. An actual Paramahamsa is one who completely controls his senses and engages in the unalloyed service of the Lord. Therefore, all three of these sons of Priyavrata, namely Kavi, Mahavira, and Savana, were situated in the Paramahamsa stage from the very beginning. Their senses could not disturb them, for their senses were completely engaged in serving the Lord. Therefore, the three brothers are described in this verse as Upashama Shila. 
Upashama means completely subdued. Because they completely subdued their senses, they are understood to have been great sages and saints. After subduing their senses, the three brothers concentrated their minds on the lotus feet of Vasudeva, Lord Krishna. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.19, Vasudeva Sarvamiti. The lotus feet of Vasudeva are everything. Lord Vasudeva is the reservoir of all living entities. When this cosmic manifestation is dissolved, all living entities enter the supreme body of the Lord, Garbhodakashayi Vishnu, who merges within the body of Mahavishnu. Both of these Vishnu tattvas are Vasudeva tattvas, and therefore the great sages Kavi, Mahavira, and Savana concentrated always on the lotus feet of Lord Vasudeva, Krishna. In this way they could understand that the Supersoul within the heart is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and they could recognize their identity with Him. The complete description of this realization is that simply by discharging the unalloyed form of devotional service, one can realize his Self completely. The Parama Bhakti Yoga mentioned in this verse means that a living entity by dint of unalloyed devotional service has no other interest than the service of the Lord as described in Bhagavad Gita Vasudeva Sarvamiti By Parama Bhakti Yoga by elevating oneself to the highest platform of loving service one can automatically be relieved from the bodily concept of life and see the Supreme Personality of Godhead face to face. As confirmed in Brahma Sangita, Premanjana Chudita Bhakti Vilochanena Santak Sadaiva Ridhyeshu Vilokayanti Yangshama Sundara Machintya Gunasadupang Govindam Adipurushang Tamahang Bhajami. An advanced devotee who is known as a sat or saint, can always see within his heart the Supreme Personality of Godhead face to face. Krishna, Shamasundar, expands himself by his plenary portion and thus a devotee can always see him within his heart. Text 28 In his other wife, Maharaj Priyavrata begot three sons, named Uttama, Tamasa, and Raivata. All of them later took charge of Manvantara millenniums. Purport In every day of Brahma, there are 14 Manvantaras. The duration of one Manvantara, the lifespan of one Manu, is 71 Yugas, and each Yuga is 4,320,000 years. Almost all the Manus selected to rule the Manvantaras came from the family of Maharaj Priyavrata. Three of them are particularly named herein, namely Uttama, Tamasa, and Raivata. Text 29 
after Kavi, Mahavira, and Savana were completely trained in the Paramahansa stage of life, Maharaj Priyavrata ruled the universe for eleven Arbudas of years. Whenever he was determined to fix his arrow upon his bowstring with his two powerful arms, all opponents of the regulative principles of religious life would flee from his presence in fear of the unparalleled prowess he displayed in ruling the universe. He, he, he greatly loved his wife, Barhishmati, and with the intense increase of days, their exchange of nuptial love also increased. By her feminine behavior, as she dressed herself, walked, got up, smiled, laughed, and glanced about, Queen Barishmati increased his energy. Thus, although he was a great soul, he appeared lost in the feminine conduct of his wife. He behaved with her just like an ordinary man, but actually he was a great soul. Purport In this verse, the word Dharma Pratipaksha, opponents of religious principles, refers not to a particular faith, but to Varnashrama Dharma. The division of society, socially and spiritually, into four Varnas, Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaisha and Shudra, and four Ashramas, Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanaprastha and Sanyas. To maintain proper social order and help the citizens gradually progress toward the goal of life, namely spiritual understanding, the principles of Varnasham Dharma must be accepted. From this verse, Maharaj Priyabrata appears to have been so strict in maintaining this institution of Varnasham Dharma that anyone neglecting it would immediately flee from his presence as soon as the king warned him by fighting or administering light punishment. Indeed, Maharaj Priyavrata would not have to fight for simply because of his strong determination they dared not disobey the rules and regulations of Varnashram Dharma. It is said that unless human society is regulated by Varnashram Dharma it is no better than a bestial society of cats and dogs. Maharaj Priyavrata therefore strictly maintained Varnashram Dharma by his extraordinary unparalleled prowess. To maintain such a life of strict vigilance one needs encouragement from his wife. In the Varnashram Dharma system certain classes as the, such as the Brahmanas and Sannyasis do not need encouragement from the opposite sex. Kshatriyas and Grihastas however actually need the encouragement of their wives in, in order to execute their duties. Indeed, a grihastha or chatriya cannot properly execute his responsibilities without the association of his wife. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu personally admitted that a grihastha must live with a wife. Chatriyas were even allowed to have many wives to encourage them in discharging the duties of government. The association of a good wife 
is necessary in a life of karma and political affairs. To execute his duties properly, therefore, Maharaj Priyavrata took advantage of his good wife, Parhishmati, who was always very expert in pleasing her great husband by properly dressing herself, smiling, and exhibiting her feminine bodily features. Queen Barishmati always kept Maharaj Priyavrata very encouraged and thus he executed his governmental duty very properly. In this verse, Eva has twice been used to indicate that Maharaj Priyavrata acted exactly like a hen-pecked husband and thereby seemed to have lost his sense of human responsibility. Actually, however, he was fully conscious of his position as a spirit soul, although he seemingly behaved like an acquiescent karmi husband. Maharaj Priyavrata thus ruled the universe for eleven Arbudas of years. One Arbuda consists of one hundred million years. And Maharaj Priyavrata ruled the universe for eleven such Arbudas. Hare Krishna. Text 20. I'm sorry. Text 30. While so excellently ruling the universe, King Priyabrata once became dissatisfied with the circumambulation of the most powerful sun god. Encircling Sumera Hill on his chariot, the sun god illuminates all the surrounding planetary systems. However, when the sun is on the northern side of the hill, the south receives less light, and when the sun is in the south, the north receives less. King Priyavrata disliked this situation and therefore decided to make daylight in the part of the universe where there was night. He followed the orbit of the sun god on a brilliant chariot and thus fulfilled his desire. He could perform such wonderful activities because of the power he had achieved by worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purport There is a Bengali saying which describes that someone someone is so powerful that he can make the day night and the day the night day and the day night. That saying is current because of the prowess of Priyavrata. His activities demonstrate how powerful he became by worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Krishna is known as Yogeshwara the master of all mystic potent powers. In Bhagavad Gita 18.78, it is said, wherever there is the master of all mystic powers, Yatra Yogeshwadak Krishna, victory, fortune, and all other opulences are present. Devotional service is so powerful. When a devotee achieves what he wants to accomplish, it is not by his own mystic power, but by the grace of the master of mystic power, Lord Krishna. By his grace, 
a devotee can accomplish wonderful things, unimaginable even to the most powerful scientist. From the description in this verse, it appears that the sun moves. According to modern astronomers, the sun is fixed in one place, surrounded by the solar system. But here we find that the sun is not stationary. It is rotating in a prescribed orbit. This fact is corroborated by Brahma Sangita 5.52. Yes, yajnaya brahmatisam vrita kala chakra. The sun is rotating in its fixed orbit in accordance with the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. According to the Jyotir Veda, the science of astronomy in the Vedic literature, the sun moves for six months on the northern side of Sumeru Hill and for six months on the southern side. We have practical experience on this planet that when there is summer in the north, there is winter in the south and vice versa. Modern materialistic scientists sometimes present themselves as knowing all the ingredients of the sun, yet they are unable to offer a second sun, like Maharaj Priyavratas. Although Maharaj Priyavrata devised a very powerful chariot as brilliant as the sun, he had no desire to compete with the sun god, for a Vaishnava never wants to supersede another Vaishnava. His purpose was to give abundant benefits in material existence. Srila Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur remarks that in the months of April and May, the rays of Maharaj Priyavrata's brilliant sun were as pleasing as the rays of the moon. And in October and November, both morning and evening, that sun provided more warmth than the sunshine. In short, Maharaj Priyavrata was extremely powerful and his actions extended his power in all directions. Text 31 When Priyavrata drove his chariot behind the sun, the rims of his chariot wheels created impressions that later became seven oceans, dividing the planetary system known as Bhumandala into seven islands. Purport Sometimes the planets in outer space are called islands. We have experience of various types of islands in the ocean and similarly the various planets divided into 14 lokas are islands in the ocean of space. As Priyavrata drove his chariot behind the sun, he created seven different types of oceans and planetary systems, which altogether are known as Bhumandala or Bhuloka. In the Gayatri Mantra, we chant Om Bhur Bhuva Swa Tat Savitur Varenyam. Above the Bhuloka planetary system is Bhuvarloka, and above that is Swargaloka, the heavenly planetary system. All these planetary systems are controlled by Savita, the sun god. By chanting the Gayatri Mantra, just after rising early in the morning, one worships the sun god. Text 32 
The names of the islands are Jambu, Plaksha, Shalmali, Kusha, Krauncha, Shaka and Pushkara. Each island is twice as large as the one preceding it and each is surrounded by a liquid substance beyond which is the next island. Purport The ocean in each planetary system has a different type of liquid. How they are situated is explained in the next verse. Text 33 The seven oceans respectively contain salt water, sugarcane juice, liquor, clarified butter, milk, emulsified yogurt, and sweet drinking water. All the islands are completely surrounded by these oceans, and each ocean is equal in breadth to the island it surrounds. Maharaj Priyavrata, the husband of Queen Barishmati, gave sovereignty over these islands to his respective sons, namely Agnidra, Idmajiva, Jagyabahu, Hiranyareta, Gritaprista, Medatiti, and Vitihotra. Thus they all became kings by the order of, of their father. Purport It is to be understood that all the dwipas or islands are surrounded by different types of oceans and it is said herein that the breadth of each ocean is the same as that of the island it surrounds. The length of the oceans, however, cannot equal the length of the islands. According to Viraragava Acharya, the breadth of the first island is 100,000 yojanas. One yojana equals eight miles, and therefore the breadth of the first island is calculated to be 800,000 miles. The water surrounding it must have some breadth, but its length must be different. 34. King Priyavrata then gave his daughter, Urjashwati, in marriage to Shukracharya, who begot in her a daughter named Devayani. Text 35 My dear king, a devotee who has taken shelter of the dust from the lotus feet of the Lord can transcend the influence of the six material waves, namely hunger, thirst, lamentation, illusion, old age, and death. And he can conquer the mind and five senses. However, this is not very wonderful for a pure devotee of the Lord because even a person beyond the jurisdiction of the four castes, in other words, an untouchable, is immediately relieved of bondage to material existence if he utters the holy name of the Lord even once. Purport Shukadev Goswami was speaking to Maharaj Prikshit about the activities of King Priyavrata and since the king might have had and since the king might have had doubts about these wonderful uncommon activities Shukadev Goswami reassured him my dear king he said don't be doubtful 
about the wonderful activities of Priyabrata. For a devotee of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, everything is possible because the Lord is also known as Urukrama. Urukrama is a name for Lord Vamanadev, who performed the wonderful act of occupying the three worlds with three footsteps. Lord Vamanadev requested three paces of land from Maharaj Bali, and when Maharaj Bali agreed to grant them, the Lord immediately covered the entire world with two footsteps, and for his third step, he placed his foot upon Bali Maharaja's head. Sri Jayadev Goswami says, Chalasya Vikrame Balim Adbhuta Vamana Padanaka Nira Janita Jana Pavana Keshavadrita Vamana Rupa Jayajagadisha Hare. All glories to Lord Keshava, who assumed the form of a dwarf. O Lord of the Universe, who take, every, take away everything inauspicious for the devotees. O wonderful Vamanadev, you tricked the great demon Bali Maharaj by your steps. The water that touched the nails of your lotus feet when you pierced through the covering of the universe purifies the living entities in the form of the river Ganges. Since the Supreme Lord is all-powerful, He can do things that seem wonderful for a common man. Similarly, a devotee who has taken shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord can also do wonderful things unimaginable to a common man by the grace of the dust of those lotus feet. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore teaches us to take shelter of the Lord's lotus feet. Ai nanda tanuja kinkaram patitang mam vishame bhavam budao kripaya tavapada pankaja stitiduli sadrisham pachintaya Chikshastaka 5 O son of Maharaj O son of Nanda Maharaj I am your eternal servant yet somehow or other I have fallen into the ocean of birth and death please pick me up from this ocean of death and place me as one of the atoms of your lotus feet Lord Chaitanya teaches us to, to come in touch with the dust of the Lord's lotus feet for then there will be undoubtedly there will undoubtedly be all success because of the material body every living entity in material existence is always disturbed by shakguna six waves hunger, thirst, lamentation illusion, invalidity and death furthermore another shatguna or the mind and five sense organs not to speak of a sanctified devotee even a chandala an outcast who is untouchable is immediately freed from material bondage if he utters the holy name of the Lord even once Sometimes caste brahmanas argue that unless one changes his body, he cannot be accepted as a brahmana. For since the present body is obtained as a result of past actions, one who has in the past acted as a brahmana takes birth in a brahmana family. Therefore they contend 
Without such a Brahminical body, one cannot be accepted as a Brahmana. Herein it is said, herein it is said however, that even a Vidura Vigata, a Chandala, a fifth class untouchable, is freed if he utters the holy name even once. Being freed means that he immediately changes his body. Sanatana Goswami confirms this. Yata kanchanatang yati kangsyam rasabidanataha tata diksha vidanena dvita tvam jayate nrinam Hari Bhakti Vilas 2.12 When a person, even though a chandala, is initiated by a pure devotee into chanting the holy name of the Lord, his body changes as he follows the instructions of the spiritual master. Although one cannot see how his body has changed, we must accept on the grounds of the authoritative statements of the Shastras that he changes his body. This is to be understood without arguments. This verse clearly says, Sajahati Bandham. He gives up his material bondage. The body is a symbolic representation of material bondage according to one's karma. Although sometimes we cannot see the gross body changing, chanting the holy name of the Supreme Lord immediately changes the subtle body. And because the subtle body changes, the living entity is immediately freed from material bondage. After all, changes of the gross body are conducted by the subtle body. After the destruction of the gross body, the subtle body takes the living entity from his present gross body to another. In the subtle body, the mind is predominant, and therefore, if one's mind is always absorbed in remembering the activities or the lotus feet of the Lord, he is to be understood to have already changed his present body and become purified. Therefore, it is irrefutable that a Chandala or any fallen or low-born person can become a Brahmana simply by the method of bona fide initiation. Text 36 While enjoying his material opulences with full strength and influence, Maharaj Priyavrata once began to consider that although he had fully surrendered to the great sage Narada and was actually on the path of Krishna consciousness, he had somehow become again entangled in material activities. Thus his mind now became restless and he began to speak in a spirit of renunciation. Purport. In Srimad Bhagavatam 1.5.17 it is said, Chaktva Swadharmam Charanam Bhujam Harer Bhajan Apokwa 
vajan apakko tapatetato yadi yatra kovabadama bud amushikim kovarta apto vajatam sudharmataha one who has forsaken his material occupations to engage in the devotional service of the Lord may sometimes fall down while in an immature stage. Yet there is no danger of his being unsuccessful. On the other hand, a non-devotee, though fully engaged in occupational duties, does not gain anything. If one somehow or other comes to the shelter of a great Vaishnava, takes to Krishna consciousness because of sentiment or realization, but in course of time falls down because of immature understanding. He has not actually fallen, for his having engaged in Krishna consciousness is a permanent asset. If one falls down, therefore his progress might be checked for a certain time, but it will again become manifest at an opportune moment. Although Priyavrata Maharaj was serving according to the instructions of Narada Muni, meant for going back home, back to Godhead, he returned to material affairs at the request of his father. In due course of time, however, his consciousness for serving Krishna awakened, reawakened by the grace of his spiritual master, Narada. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, 6.41, Shuchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brashto Vijayate. One who falls down from the process of bhakti yoga is again offered the opulence of the demigods, and after enjoying such material opulence, he is given a chance to take birth in a noble family of a pure Brahmana or in a rich family to be given the chance to revive his Krishna consciousness. This actually happened in the life of Priyavrata. He is a most glorious example of this truth. In due course of time, he no longer wanted to enjoy his material opulences and his wife, kingdom, and sons. Instead, he wanted to renounce them all. Therefore, after having described the material opulences of Maharaj Priyavrata, Chukadev Goswami in this verse describes his tendency for renunciation. The words Devarshi Charana Nushayana Devarshi Charana Nushayana indicate that Maharaj Priyavrata, having fully surrendered to the great sage Devarshi Narada, was strictly following all the devotional processes and regulated principles under his direction. In regard to strictly following the regulated principles, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur says, Dandavat Pranamaj Tan Anupatita By immediately offering obeisances, Dandavat, under the spiritual master, and by strictly following his directions, the student becomes advanced. Maharaj Priyavrata was doing all these things regularly. As long as one is in the material world, he has to be under the influence of the modes of material nature, guna-visarga. 
It is not that Maharaj Priyavrata was freed from material influence because he possessed all material opulences. In this material world, both the very poor man and the very rich man are under material influences, for both wealth and poverty are creations of the modes of material nature. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 3.27, Prakrite Kriyamanani Hunai Karmani Sarvashaha According to the modes of material nature we acquire, the material nature gives us facility for material enjoyment. Text 37 The king thus began criticizing himself. Alas, how condemned I have become because of my sense gratification. I have now fallen into material enjoyment, which is exactly like a covered well. I have had enough. I am not going to enjoy any more. Just see how I have become like a dancing monkey in the hands of my wife. Because of this, I am condemned. Purport. How condemned is the advancement of material knowledge can be understood from the behavior of Maharaj Priyavrata. He performed such wonderful acts as creating another sun which shined during the night and creating a chariot so great that its wheels form vast oceans. These activities are so great that modern scientists cannot even imagine how such things can be done. Maharaj Priyavrata acted very wonderfully in the material field of activities, but because he was dealing in sense gratification, ruling his kingdom, and dancing to the indications of his beautiful wife, he personally condemned himself. When we think about this example of Maharaj Priyavrata, we can just consider how degraded is the modern civilization of materialistic advancement. Modern so-called scientists and other materialists are very satisfied because they can construct great bridges, roads, and machines. But such activities are nothing comparable to those of Maharaj Priyavrata. If Maharaj Priyavrata could condemn himself in spite of his wonderful activities, how condemned we are in our so-called advancement of material civilization. We can conclude that such advancement has nothing to do with the problems of the living entity. Entanglement within this material world. I'll read that sentence again, sorry. We can conclude that such advancement has nothing to do with the problems of the living entity entangled within this material world. Unfortunately, modern man does not understand his entanglement and how condemned he is, nor does he know what kind of body he's going to have in, his, in the next life. From a spiritual point of view, a great kingdom, beautiful, beautiful wife, and wonderful material activities are all impediments to spiritual advancement. Maharaj Priyavrata had served the great sage Narada sincerely, 
Therefore, even though he had accepted material opulences, he could not be deviated from his own task. He again became Krishna conscious. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, Neha Bikrabana Shosti Pratyavayo Navidyate Salpamap Yasya Dharmasya Trayate Mahato Bayat. In devotional service, there is no loss or diminution, and even a small service rendered in devotional life is sufficient to save one from the greatest danger. Bhagavad Gita 2.40 Such renunciation as Maharaj Priyavratas is possible only by the grace of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Generally, when people are powerful or when they have a beautiful wife, a beautiful home and material popularity, they become more and more entangled. Priyavrata Maharaj, however, having been, having been completely trained by the great sage Narada, revived his Krishna consciousness in spite of all impediments. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. That brings us to 7.45 exactly. And we're going to stop here and begin tomorrow with text 38. In the meantime, we will patiently wait for the reflections of the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. First, we have a, a heart from Rani Fatai. Thank you, Rani. Hare Krishna. Rati Manjuri, she says, Jai Guru Maharaj. Jai Rati, Hare Krishna. Rai Kanu Devi Dasi gives also some heart emojis. Jai Rai Kun, thank you very much. So, Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna Maharaj and fortunate souls assembled here. Sudevi Dasi, Hare Krishna to you. Jai Baladev. Jai Baladev, Hari Bo. It's interesting to note the astronomers believed that the sun was stationary, but now they recognize that it does move, as described here in the Bhagavatam. Very interesting. You should write an article. Hey Bal Jai Baladev, Hare Krishna. This is Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Gopakanya Devi Dasi, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj and all assembled sages. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Srimad Bhagavatam and His Divine Grace who delivers the goods. Yes. Saloni Sachi Sundari? Yes. She's Hare Krishna Maharaj. Jai Saloni Sachi Sundari, Hare Krishna. It's all so far. Because in the Kali Yuga, the material energy is weaker 
uh, even the material elements are weaker. Therefore, the bodies, the uh, ability for man to do uh, wonderful things is diminished in the Kali Yuga. And therefore, when the Kali Yuga historians and scholars and whatnot hear these things, they think it must be just mythology because no one can do something like that. But in the beginning of the universe, when it was practically predominantly goodness, the everything about the material creations was more powerful. You know, the fruits were so powerful you could eat one and be satisfied for the whole day. One fruit off of one tree is all you needed to eat. And like that, all the senses, the mind, they were much more powerful. Therefore, when you hear about the activities of Hiranyakashipu, you know, Ravana, you know, and then you come down to the end of Dwapara Yuga and Shishupal, who was also, I don't remember whether he was Jai or Vijay, but he was one of them. And uh, he was also a big demon, but couldn't do the same wonderful things as those other demons did. Because in material energy is weaker. Therefore, we have to have books now. And now we have to have hard drives with our knowledge, you know, put into the software so we can remember. Anyone from Sarvamangala Devi Dasi? Yes, Sarvamangala Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj. When I listen to you read, my material worries subside. Hare Krishna, thank you very much. This is my goal in life, to make as many people happy as possible. Thank you. I'm just repeating what Srila Prabhupada has written, and it's magic. It's very powerful. Peter Lawrence? Yes, Bhakti Peter. Hare Krishna Maharaj, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Please accept my humble obeisances. Jai Ho. Myself and Bhakta Jewel tuning in whilst shutting down the Atma Lounge here in Cardiff. We are both very grateful to hear with you tonight. Thank Hare you. Hare Krishna, thank you for being there. I'm I'm very uh, thankful that you're you know, taking advantage of this 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 service, this this facility, this resource. Ananda Murti Devi Dasi says, Thank you so much, Guru Maharaj. Yes, Ananda Murti, and thank you. Subarao Rajagopal. Yes, Subarao Rajagopal. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Pam Ho, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you, Maharaj, for bringing back the divine pleasure of Shravanam by your reading of this glorious Grantharaj. While listening to many glories of Maharaj Priyavrata, one thing stood out for me is from Srimad Bhagavatam 5.135 which reminds us the great potency of the holy name. Quote, Even a person beyond the jurisdiction of the four castes, in other words, an untouchable, is immediately relieved of bondage to material existence if he utters the holy name of the Lord even once. End quote. Daily readings, ki jai ho. Yes, and that potency is actually going on all over the world now by the grace of Lord Chaitanya through our founder Acharya and our Shiksha Guru. Srila Prabhupada. He is the Shiksha Guru of everyone in this movement. 
and his pot his power of his chanting was very great and therefore the festivals that iskan uh, conducts all over the world and the, and the kirtans are extraordinary and therefore people are now dancing in the streets and it's going to increase it will continue to increase and we cannot imagine what it's going to be like 5000 years from now therefore no one should become discouraged in any way shape or form because things are not increasing as much as you might want them to increase or you might have a false expectation disappointments come from false expectations nothing more Hare Krishna from Fukuang Chiang Fukuang Chiang Hare Krishna all glory to Sri Sri Guru and Goranga Jai Guru Goranga ki Jai Dalnitai Das Yes Dalnitai Dear Srila Guru Maharaj please accept my obeisance Thank you for tonight's reading. Although I was not following the reading while looking at the text, I remember hearing how the practice of sadhana changes and purifies the subtle body, which eventually is the deciding factor on our future. Your servant, Dionitai Das. Yes, that's actually right. And if a person is very honest and looks in the mirror, you'll be able to see the difference from before you started Chantari Krishna. There's a difference in the quality of the uh, shine, the aura of a person. The face changes. The body actually changes from, from the chanting. It's actually palpable and visible. Anandamurti Devi Dasi again. Yes, Anandamurti Hare Krishna. He says, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Ho. Goranga Gopal Das. Yes, Goranga Gopal. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Jai, Hare Krishna to you. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Haribo, Haribo. The Bhagavatam gives account of such inconceivable material realities, like the duration of life of King Priyavrata, who reigned for millions of years, and also his driving his chariot behind the sun, dividing planetary systems, etc. To understand the material world fully seems to be such an impossible task. So what to speak about understanding the spiritual world and the source of it all, Supreme Lord Sri Krishna? Still, by hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam from the right person and with great faith, we can simply accept and realize the reality of it all. What an amazing process that Srila Prabhupada gave us. That was a wonderful realization, Ranga Gopal. Thank you very much. It was very profound because that is the way we get knowledge. Submissive, oral reception. There's no other way to get transcendental knowledge. And if the mind and senses are purified and we hear with that consciousness, then we can actually get the knowledge. Uh, in, in these purports, sometimes Prabhupada was referring to spiritual understanding. And in the Bhagavad Gita, in that verse, Nahi Jnani Nasadrisham, where transcendental knowledge is being glorified, in the first line of the purport, Prabhupada says, when we speak of knowledge, we speak of uh, spiritual understanding. 
So just the ability to spiritually understand what's going on in the Bhagavatam and to accept it as truth, that is a symptom of one who is becoming liberated. And there's no limitation, as it said in the beginning of the reading. Anyone can become liberated by hearing the holy name of the Lord and studying the Srimad Bhagavatam, hearing the Bhagavatam from the proper source. You all are glorifying me because I'm reading the Bhagavatam, but I'm just reading Prabhupada's words. <laughs> that's all. Just the peon delivering the mail. That's it. I get no credit. Except that I like it. <laughs> Too much. From Rohini Nandana Das. Yes, Rohini Nandana. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. It's an amazing point from Sanatan Goswami how one's body changes when one is initiated. Goes to show how much goes on in front of our eyes. But speaking for myself, I cannot see it. Just have to have faith and philosophy. How can we further imbibe this into our character so that we can see devotees in the proper light? Your servant. Well, put your mind back to the time before you knew anything about Krishna or Krishna consciousness and remember what you were like. Then bring your mind back to where you are now and then you will realize how much advancement you actually have made. And then project your mind into the future and you will see for yourself that if you keep following strictly and keep hearing and chanting nicely, you will become more advanced and eventually reach the goal. Hare Krishna. From Jemma Rudder. Yes, Jemma. Thanks, Guru Maharaj. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Now I'm going to have to uh, close today's daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Uh, I can't sit so long in a chair, but I think if I start at 7 and end at 8, I should be able to do it. So thank you very much for your attendance. Thank you for your patience, especially during the time in these last eight weeks when I was unable to communicate very well, very much. Uh, I, I deeply appreciate and, and grateful for your patience. And let us continue hearing the rest of the Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. Shinama Bhagavatam ki jai. Gopremanandi Hari Hari Bol. Samabeda Bhaktavinda ki jai. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, as we find out how Priyavrata Maharaj went back to Godhead. Hare Krishna.